0: Hello and welcome to Media Snack in our lovely new home. We have Pretty our new, new studio, new shelves. Need some new books. Um, so let's just crack straight on because yep. because a really interesting topic. We're going to talk about this hypothesis of a company like Accenture buying a holding company like Publicis. And it's something which is starting to gather a little bit of conversation and, you know, uh,
1: expectation. That's right. I mean, the first suggestion, perhaps, of a, of a mega acquisition yeah. was at Cannes, when yeah. the suggestion was perhaps uh, WPP could be an acquisition target yeah. for Accenture. Yeah. Uh, so what we, we thought would be interesting to kind of
0: explore that. I mean, Accenture seem to be, of, the, of those kind of consultant stroke audit firms, they seem to be the one which maybe is the the best positioned or best qualified to make that kind of acquisition Mm -hmm. on the basis of, you know, they've been quite acquisitive and they've gathered a war chest and things like that. Uh, And then we're going to look at Publicis, which in our view is probably the the agency group of them all at the moment that seems most ready to be acquired of the, the, you know, five or six companies
1: that that make up those holding companies. But we're talking about massive businesses, right? I mean, let's look Mm. at Accenture. Accenture have got annual revenues of 35 billion. Mm. Uh, Since 2015, their share price has increased by 70%. And if you kind of look at Publicis' share price over that period, their share price now is the same as it was in 2015.
0: Yeah, so there's been net zero um, over the last couple of years for Publicis. And actually, if you look back, if you remember, publicists were one side of a potential merger in, this, in the industry, mm. right? Omnicom and publicists were discussing in 2013 a merger, okay. uh, which didn't work out for a number of reasons, which we've talked about before. Um, and publicists' share price is the same pretty much now as it was pre-merger talks in 2013. So, you know, across that time, they've been very volatile, but kind of net zero yeah. uh, on their business versus the 70%
1: yeah. pretty straight line growth of Accenture. That's right. And just the scale of the business. I mean, Accenture have got over 400,000 employees. That's five times the size. That's an army. That is. That's five times the size of publicists. Although publicists have actually been pushing headcounts. So 23%, I think, has increased uh, over the last couple of years, uh, which has, I think, shrunk slightly now that they've got the restructuring in place. But still, Accenture is just a a massive business, even in comparison to publicists.
0: Yeah. So, uh, you know, and rumors of them gathering a war chest and, and you know, we've seen, we've made some comment before, uh, and you're probably aware, you know, some of the acquisitions, Accenture Interactive, they make a lot of acquisitions anyway, but their Interactive division, this kind of like their agency division, uh, has made a huge amount of acquisitions of creative agencies and digital mm. agencies and things like that in the last few years. Uh, so why, why would an Accenture build uh, want to want to buy an agency instead
1: of building an agency. Well,
0: I think it's probably
1: down to the fact that they want to do it quickly rather than slowly. Yeah. I mean, even in the last uh, 12 months they've they've acquired 37 businesses, yeah. right? So, you know, they're very active in the marketplace, yeah. but the ability to go in and in one foul swoop buy an entire network of marketing communication yeah. services is significantly appealing, I yeah. imagine, if you've got the war chest to go and do that. Yeah. Um, and I think that's probably one of the reasons why they yeah, want to do it.
0: agree. Uh, so it kind of gets them to that scale really quickly. I guess that maybe they're building foundations right now. <clears throat> to build, to kind of create a publicist is going to take them a lot of time. Uh, so, you know, better just go and, go and get it done. The other thing that I thought was really interesting... Um, that I'd read recently, and I can't remember who it was that I'd read. So if it was you, please let us know, because uh, <clears throat> we need to credit you. Is that somebody was saying that, that um, in average salary costs in an agency like publicists or, or others uh, are far lower than, than Accenture's average salaries, and particularly for their consultant mm. salaries? So the idea of trying to build out uh, agency using Accenture Consulting Resource would basically make that the most expensive agency in the world. That's right. But actually if you acquire, then you can keep your agency salaries comparable to agencies, yeah. not to
1: consultants, <clears throat> to make them much more competitive. That's right. And you and you you buy everything yeah. you want and then yeah. and then keep it and then discard the elements of that acquisition that perhaps are less useful to your kind of forward strategy. Yeah. Perhaps that's what they're looking at. Yeah. So th- it does make
0: sense. It yeah. does. It, you know, it seems like kind of a bit weird and wacky to think that one of these big holding companies is going to be bought, <clears throat> because we imagine we work in the industry. These are these are the giants mm-hmm. of the industry, but actually they're dwarfed by many other businesses. That's they're really right. not that big, and they're mm-hmm. definitely open to acquisition. Yeah. The thing it would allow Accenture to do from a consulting pers- or any cons- you know management consultant business. Is offer a, a much more end to end solution. You know, really, you've got the year of the CEO yeah. and developing, you know, corporate strategy, all the way then down to, you know, the the most finite, tiny pieces of execution in, you know, networks across yeah, the world. That's right. Okay, so let's think about then publicists as a potential acquisition target, mm. maybe for Accenture, but maybe not. But of the groups. It seems to be kind of quite well positioned to be acquired.
1: Right? Why, yeah. why would that be? In this crazy world. In, yeah. Uh, well, for a number of th- reasons. Uh, the first is they've just gone through a massive restructuring. Yeah. Okay? So they've created this one publicist. Yeah. Uh, and that has streamlined their kind of business, made them yeah. more efficient. I suppose. Yeah. They've got new leadership in. Maurice Levy uh, left. Yeah. Uh, and as uh, his successor, Artur Sudon, came in. So yeah. kind of new leadership and a new vision and a new yeah. kind of set of principles driving the business. Yeah, Because um,
0: there was, there were, you know, the, the, the rumors, if you think of like these holding companies, I mean, they're all kind of run by... Uh, you know, very opinionated, highly competitive individuals, right? It have been, and the idea of them ever selling to each other yeah. always seemed ridiculous. That's right. And which is why that the, the, the Publicis Omnicom merger was such a kind of crazy yeah. idea, because you just and that's why it fell apart yeah. because they couldn't decide who was going to be in charge.
1: Yeah,
0: that's right. With Maurice having left Publicis and fresh leadership that's got to make them perhaps potentially More open. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: And you've also got to remember that, you know, publicist group, or certainly the media part of publicists came out of 2005 really struggling. You yeah. know, of all of the holding groups, they were the ones that, that uh, probably took the bloodiest nose yeah. on the back of Media Palooza. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, from those perspectives, you know, they are perhaps primed. Yeah. And, and, you know, talking about the merger as well,
0: You'd imagine, even though that was in 2013, so we're kind of four years on from that, and that's gone really quickly, hasn't it? Um, you'd imagine that during that process, and remember, that took nine months to kind of fall apart. And these businesses went through uh, a huge process of you know try investigating in- integration. So back then, probably more so than any other group, they'll have a pretty good idea of, you know, Really, how good their network is. This yeah. kind of scale and size of the operation really have their diligent, have done their diligence, got their numbers together, have really interrogated the strengths and weaknesses of the business, and also where potential synergies with a with a partner are going to be. So, right. you know, within publicists, amongst publicist executives, there is a there is a, already an a knowledge and an awareness. You know, and, yeah. and maybe even an openness to, to collaborate and work and be integrated yeah. with other businesses.
1: And they've got an amazing collection of brands within their portfolio. Yeah. you know, Saatchi's, BBH, Sapient. I yeah. mean, these are these are, are power brokers within yeah. the kind of marketing community. Yeah. So,
0: Publicis, the creative agency, is the biggest kind of asset in terms of network network they've got. So they're active in about 110 countries in the world. Uh, Saatchi's is about 60 something markets. Same with Burnett's. Uh, both Starcom and Zenith are around fifty; they're active in fifty countries, and then, you know, that tails off somewhat. Sapient are in about a dozen markets, mm. I think, and, uh, and Digitas about twenty-five. So, but they've got some real—not just some brilliant, creative assets, some very famous and very prestigious brands yeah. there, but real scale of scale of network. You know, if you think about something like Accenture wanting to execute around the world, mm. they've got publicists; have got that uh, yeah. network. Ready for them to do that. Okay, well argued. So, uh, is it going to happen? Uh, it will happen. But uh, something like this is going to happen mm-hmm. in the next 6-12 months, I think, uh, pretty quickly. However, you know, the sentiment seems to be that when we're talking here about Accenture and Publicis, that's very unlikely to be that the marriage that happens. Right. Um, just simply because, as we saw with the Publicis Omnicom merger in 2013... The cultural fit or the cultural misalignment, let's call it, between a big American company and a big French company was, I think, too big for them to get over. Uh, And so if Accenture are going to make an acquisition, they're not going to buy a big French group who might well resist that. Uh, You'd probably bet for them to buy one of the big American groups and IPG seems the most likely target. So Accenture and IPG in the next kind of six, 12 months
1: is a reasonable, reasonable shot. Shout. So, from a French perspective, yeah. who would be in the market for, for publicists, perhaps it could be a Capgemini. Yeah, I think that would make a lot of sense
0: and culturally, of course, those businesses would perhaps be much better aligned.
1: Okay, good week four. The next generation of agency leaders. Okay. In the last week, it seems, four of the most high-profile agency CEOs... In the UK? ...have left. Dropping like flies. They are. And yeah. so uh, you know, for any ambitious uh, media leaders in there, then you know, there's the, the hot seat.
0: Yeah. And maybe that's something we might talk about that on a future episode, mm-hmm. actually, just kind of why, because there's been a lot of change, right, that's in right. headcount, in, uh, in leadership, sorry, in agencies in yes. the last... Yeah, it's good, and it's been a bad week for. Well, it's been a it's been a bad week for uh, Dentsu Aegis really in the UK, and for one particular reason um, is that their largest client in the UK is actually the UK government. So, if you remember three or so years ago, the UK government put their their media buying up for tender, and Cara yeah. won the business away from WPP. Mm-hmm. Uh, Those in the industry will know that that didn't end well and actually ended up in high court and was kind of a bit messy. Three years on, um, the government are are kind of reviewing that contract. So it's a bit of a nervy time for Dentsuegis, So there's nothing to say that they can't retain that. So it's not necessarily, it's a bit unfair to call it a bad week. It's a statutory review, right? It's a statutory review. Neither of us can say that word. So it's not necessarily anything bad for the agency, particularly, but that is just the you know you don't want your largest client going up for review. Um, what is really good, though, I think, because you know it didn't end in the most pleasant way last time around, what's been really encouraging is that the leadership on the government side, particularly yeah. Alex Aitken, who who kind of represents you know uh, communications at the cabinet office level and is the most C- he's like the CMO basically mm-hmm. of the government, uh, has gone out very front foot and said, you know, we are one of the major advertisers in the UK. We're the government. We understand that the industry has its challenges and we want to use our influence and to use this process to hear everybody's point of view Mm -hmm. and to help make things better. Yeah. So, you know, we don't want to just drive down the price of media. Uh, You know, we want to take a a more strategic view. so that, I think that's really that's actually a, maybe it's a good week for the industry in that mm-hmm. sense. To, certainly the UK industry. Yeah, uh, we went to the briefing. We did today. It was very um, impressive, actually. which was yeah really good. And this was the first meeting of the entire process. Um, so we went to the Treasury mm-hmm. uh, buildings in in Whitehall, just yards from Downing Street, and we met with uh, some of the key stakeholders in the government side, and. Uh, they laid out their requirement for a fully transparent process, driven, you know, out of trust, focusing on creating value and all, you know, all the kind of good stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's really encouraging to. It was a
1: real statement of intent, I think, yeah. and and they they laid out their ambitions and their requirements to the agency community. Yeah. And uh, the agency community are going to hold them to account for it. Yeah,
0: it's good. We look forward to seeing how that develops. Okay, question of the week is an easy one, really. Who are Accenture going to buy?
1: Publicis, IPG, or whatever. Great,
0: vote up here. Uh, but that's all your media snack for this week. Thank you very much for watching.
1: See you next week. Okay, uh, this is going well, let's go. Okay, okay. okay. yeah, it's going well. Yeah. You sound surprised. So, wow. Publicis, IPG, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever, is that an agency?